Paul the Apostle was a type of person that as he would train people, he was always wondering, I wonder what they're sharing. Timothy, make sure you share the gospel. Make sure the doctrine that you're receiving as I'm teaching you and the Holy Spirit is making you listen to what he has to say that other people will hear what you have to say. That's important. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. We're so glad you've joined us today for our continued focus on biblical faith heroes and the lessons they can teach us from their lives. As we take a look at the Apostle Paul's exhortation to Timothy, Raul would explain the need to spend more time soaking in the Word of God. You'll see that as the Bible's truth sinks into your mind and heart, you can be transformed and made fruitful in your labors for the kingdom of God. Let's listen now as Raul Reese begins today's message. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 10 through 17. The title of my message is Men of God and the Word of God. Very important message. You know, there's a lot of churches, a lot of places, and even colleges that don't teach God's Word. When I graduated, we had 300 people graduating with a degree for ministry. I went back because they gave me an honorary doctorate too at APU. When I went back to speak there for the graduation, I was blown away that there was only two people for ministry. And the rest for psychology. And for all these places that they not only had called to be in, but there were no more people for ministry. To go out to the field and have people heard about Jesus Christ and people to get saved and come to Christ. I guess as we're moving in these last days, things are changing rapidly in churches, in colleges. Now colleges, believe it or not, they allow in the dormitories condoms. Christian colleges, which is incredible to me. That they don't really fear the word of God because of the attendance of the college. They don't want to make a sin. They don't draw the lines. And I hope these people, graduate tonight, will draw the lines. They will come to that place where the Word of God is given to us, and the Word of God is going to be used in my life and through my life. So for me, it's a pleasure to be able to take this text, because here is Paul the Apostle training Timothy, the disciple of Jesus Christ. Timothy, a young man, that never thought he could be in ministry. Timothy had a mother and a father. That not only Timothy had been by his mother a great example. A great example. His mother had been a great example. And I can see mothers that are great examples to their children. Teaching them the Bible. My wife, you know, is one of them. That when I was on the move all the time in the ministry going here, going there across the world. I knew that my wife would not only give the word of God to my children. But I could trust her with my children. And it's so awesome to see what God did this morning with Ryan, to see Raul Jr., to see Ryan, to Shane, to see three of my boys involved in ministry. And then to see Sean and Wade and Scott and all these guys that I've known since they were little kids and to see them in the ministry, to me, are little Timothys. 
that God has given to me, that one day they're going to be taking over this place and to see what God's going to do. And Paul must have felt that way with Timothy because Timothy not only loved Paul, I love Paul. I'm hoping to meet him in heaven and for him to share with me the things that he went through because there's nobody like Paul that went through so many things in his life, beatings, incarcerations, all these things that God allowed him to go through. And for you, God is going to use you in such a way that you're going to have to learn how to allow God to use your life. Some of you may suffer. Some of you might not suffer. But being in the ministry, being a Christian is very tough. Very tough. Especially if you're fully committed. Ryan was sharing this morning. If you're really fully committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, how can you go wrong? The devil hates you. At this particular evening, the devil hates all these young men and women that are graduating and even all these old guys over here. Sorry. <laughs> but you have to be exposed. <laughs> but I think it's of importance when you read about Paul the Apostle and Timothy. I wrote this down. I hope that God will keep you simple and continuing to learn to worship Him and to get to know Him more intimately. I think that's of importance. I love what Paul says in the book of Hebrews. In chapter 412, he says, For the word of God is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of the soul and the spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner in the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The heart is deceitful. I, the Lord, know your hearts. He knows my heart. He knows your heart. So when Paul was writing the book of Second Timothy, the second letter, This is a time where Paul was thinking, just in a little bit, I'm going to leave Timothy. I'm on my way to Rome, and I'm going to be executed. And so Paul writes this letter. And when I read this letter, it touches my heart. It touches my heart because I see these people graduating by the word of God. And then one day we might be weeping for them in the days that we're living in. And Paul the Apostle trained Timothy to be a man steady on course with the Word of God. And as the Word of God was given to him, the prescription is called in verses 10 to 17, because having not only diagnosed the disease that Paul had in his life, that he had eye problems, that he really couldn't see. So he would have his writers. But that didn't hold him up. To preach the gospel. Jesus Christ has called us. Anointed us. And kicked us out of the nest. So that we can preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the most important thing. Greater than a diploma. To preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because people are dying. People are going to hell. It's when Paul writes in this lesson. He not only asked Timothy to continue the work of God. To continue the work for God. As I became a Christian, I got blown away by my wife. The work of God. The burning of her heart. Because she grew up in a Christian home. Her parents were missionaries. 
Kind of like Paul and Timothy heard there was like Paul. That they would go and begin a work in South America. And in South America, they would learn how to suffer. Going by mule to that place that God had called them. Didn't speak Spanish. Colombia. And going there and writing to a place that God would give them. Kind of like Paul. And that they would build this mission station. And El Secreto means a secret place. And they would come and they would burn it down to the ground. And her dad being arrested, taken to jail, and eventually they had to leave the country. And then when I got saved, my wife wanted to go to South America. So like Paul, she went, I went, and what happened? She rebuilt this whole place. The old mission station had been rebuilt. Which today is a Bible school, like here. Training nationals for the ministry. Paul went here and there. He discipled so many people. And discipling these people that he had called. And that had been called like Timothy. That at this particular time, he's not actually speaking to a lot of people. He's actually speaking to Timothy. Because Timothy started to go to the right and go to the left. And Paul says, no, no, stay on course. Jesus saved you. I've discipled you. Now stay on course. Keep your eyes on the cross. The cross of Jesus Christ. And Paul offers his own ministry to us. His own ministry to Timothy. He says, but you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life. Purpose, faith, long-suffering, persecutions, plural, afflictions, plural, which happened to me at Antioch, notice, Iconium, Lystra, with persecutions I endured and put to them all the Lord delivered me from them. Paul understood that ministry was not easy. Timothy was being trained. And when I was reading verse as he said, but you have carefully followed my doctrine. It wasn't Paul's doctrine. He didn't write the doctrine. The word of God. Here he's talking about the word of God. That he was teaching the word of God as a teacher to his students. Which his student was who? Was Timothy and others. And he wants to make sure that he tells Timothy, Look, you have followed me, but follow what? The word of God. The doctrine in the manner of life. Look, look at my life. The way I've lived my life. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Don't forget, tonight, February 7th, is our 200th episode of Straight Talk. We invite you to join us in person or online at 7 p.m. West Coast time for this special recording. If you'd like to get more information, visit us on our social media sites or at somebodylovesyou.com. Now let's get back to more of today's lesson, Men of God and the Word of God. People watch our lives, believe it or not. Dale and I, Pastor Dale and I were down in San Clemente, and that's when K-Wave was in San Clemente. And so we went into this restaurant, we're going to eat something, so we sat down and we were eating, and all of a sudden we're eating, and you know, about maybe 30, 40 minutes later, this guy gets up from one of the tables and comes over to us, and he said, you know, I know who you are. So I listened to you on the radio. He says, well, let me tell you this. I was listening to your conversation. 
to see what you were talking about. And I thank God. I've known Dale for 60 years. And I thank God that every time we go out, we speak about the Lord. Not of our whole life. And he heard us speaking. And he didn't yet stumble. And I think Paul the Apostle was a type of person that as he would train people, he was always wondering, I wonder what they're sharing. Timothy, make sure you share the gospel. Make sure the doctrine that you're receiving as I'm teaching you and the Holy Spirit is making you listen to what he has to say that other people will hear what you have to say. That's important. What do you have to say as you graduate? What do you have to say if you're a Christian? I think that we have to come to that place in your own personal lives that we don't just get saved to go to church. Paul didn't say that. We get saved, and when Timothy got saved, his mother and grandmother, they not only trained him, but in his own heart, he had this burning heart. It's, I have this burning heart in my life. I can't get rid of it. I cannot get rid of this burning my heart. That God has called me, like Timothy, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I think for every one of us here tonight, as we're attending his graduation, that as Paul continues to say in verse 10 and 11, he says, look, a manner of life, the way I've lived my life, he says, I'm following your life, your example. And then he says... The purpose, the faith, the long-suffering, the love, the perseverance, the persecutions, the afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch. The things that we go through. Things that we go through. Not only me, every one of us here. Life is not easy. Especially being a Christian. It's very hard. Because people want you to please them. You want them to be a pleaser of men. But when the Lord not only saves you and touches your life like Timothy and Paul teaching them, there's something deep inside that burns in your heart. And when you see people, you see people that are perishing. People that have been saved by the grace of God. We are what we are. But by the grace of God, each one of us individually... God has pulled us out of the fire and has given us this desire to go to school, a desire to go to the mission field, a desire to sit and to learn, but most important, a desire to know Jesus. The cross. He died for you. He died for me. If Jesus Christ would have carried that cross, if he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was there asking the Father, Father, what do you want me to do? And Paul the Apostle understood that. Paul knew Jesus intimately. Intimately. He spent 10 years in the desert learning about Jesus before he ever wrote his epistles, 14 letters. And when Paul the Apostle came back, he came back on fire, where he made those missionary trips, three of them. And wherever he went, he got persecuted, he got defamed. All these things happened to him, but that didn't discourage him. That encouraged him more. It encouraged me more. 
when I read about Paul, when I read about Jesus, they're the privilege that God has called me to serve him, to love him. And all of you here, the privilege that God has called you to know him intimately. And those of you that are here, if you're not a Christian, they invited you to be here so that you could hear a message of hope, a message of love. In Paul the Apostle, in writing to Timothy, he knew that Timothy would not reject the Lord. Paul knew that as he goes to Rome, he's going to be killed. He's going to be beheaded. But he knew that he had another runner to take his place. Jesus said to go out and make disciples. Disciples of Jesus Christ. We all carry that baton when we're running in race and we pass it on to the next runner. But there comes a time where you need new runners to run the race for you. Because you won't be able to run one of these days. But you can pray. You can pray for people. I really believe that Paul prayed for Timothy. He prayed for others. They were with him in his letters, like Luke, Dr. Luke. Philemon. All these men that you read about in the gospel. He goes on in verse 12, he says, yes. And all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus. What does it say? Suffered persecution. We don't like suffering. But suffering is part of being a Christian. There's two R's, religion or relationship. When you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and you love Him, and you know Him, and He's touched your life, then be ready for persecution. You will get persecuted by your family. You'll get persecuted by friends. And you get persecuted by the devil. <laughs> Because he hates you. He hates the way God has touched your lives. What he's doing, what he will do in the future, it depends on you and your commitment to Jesus Christ. Your commitment. As Paul declares here, he says, Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ, Jesus will suffer persecution. And then he says, But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. He's talking about today. Today, right now. What's happening in churches. What's happening in the world today. The one day as believers, we might not be able to go to church. They may close the buildings down. And I was reading this morning in the Gospel of Mark, where it says in chapter 13, which speaks about the second coming of Christ. And he says, first thing he talks about is deception in Matthew and Mark and Luke. And then he goes on to say, and there will be that time where they will take you and they will prosecute you and even kill you. And I believe this is the time. I really believe in my heart. The time has come. The story is not ending yet. The time has come for Christians to make a real decision. To draw the line on the sand. And to say for me and my house we are going to serve the Lord. And Timothy did that. Paul did that. 
Continue in the word of God as he says in verse 14. He says, but you must continue in the things which you have learned. And being assured, you guys have been learning from all the teachers that you've been listening to. They've been learning. They've been studying. They've given you the knowledge. Now take that knowledge and don't let it puff you up. Take that knowledge and use it. Don't abuse it. And ask the Lord to use it in such a powerful way that people will know that you've been with Jesus. Been with Jesus. Not in our Bible school, that you've been with Jesus. And that Jesus has touched your life. And he's going to use your life. He goes on, verse 14. That you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. Where do you learn from? Paul? But he learned them from the Word of God, the Bible. And then he says in verse 15, And that from a little child, talking to Timothy, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. He gives a whole plan of salvation at this point. He talks about scriptures. He talks about being wise. He talks about salvation. And he says salvation comes through faith in Jesus Christ. Salvation. To be saved. To be pulled out of hell. To have that assurance in Jesus Christ. That he is my Lord. That he is my Savior. And it's incredible how Paul ends the chapter. I get blown away by it. Verse 16. And we'll get to verse 17 in a moment. I'm almost done. He says, all scripture is given by inspiration. Not perspiration. Inspiration. Inspiration of the Holy Spirit. There's no possible way that anybody can receive anything like Ryan said this morning. Unless the Holy Spirit speaks to you. And the Holy Spirit is received when you repent. And you come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because he goes on to say. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it is profitable for doctrine. For reproof. For correction. For instruction in righteousness. Speaking of the Old Testament. In some of the New Testament books that already were written. He's speaking about that. All scripture. There's nothing wrong with scripture. But there's something wrong with us so many times. It's God's word. He gave it to us. And as he gave it to me. I want to make sure that I keep in line with the word of God. I want to make sure of that. Because he says in verse 17. That the man of God. May be complete or mature. Through the equipping. For every good work. To be equipped for every good work. That's why we come to church. That's why we study God's word. And as you get mature in the word of God. Then God's going to take you from here. He's going to take you out there. And when he takes you out there. Put on the whole armor of God. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of darkness. We hope today's lesson has stirred you to make more room for the Bible in your daily schedule. 
You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Roll Reese. If you'd like to hear today's message in its unedited form, just call us at 800-634-9165 and we'll send a copy to you for a donation of $5 or more. Just mention today's title, Men of God and the Word of God. To further inspire you in strengthening your communion with the Lord, we'd like to offer you Rawls' entire 20-message series titled Men of the Bible, conveniently available on either CD or an MP3 thumb drive. As you reflect on the spiritual legacies of biblical believers like Abraham and Joseph, you'll see how walking by faith in obedience to God's Word can take you down meaningful and abundantly fruitful paths. To purchase Rawls' 20-lesson study titled Men of the Bible, visit SomebodyLovesYou.com or call 800-634-9165. We'll send you a USB thumb drive for $21 or the CD collection for $26. Our number once again is 800-634-9165. If you choose to order by writing us, our mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio. P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We've taken advantage of the latest technology to bring you a virtual library of resources that you can take with you wherever you go. And best of all, it's free. It's our Somebody Loves You app featuring Bible studies that cover an assortment of topics and a daily Bible reading plan to keep you on track reading through God's Word. Your generous donations help us keep sharing the good news of Jesus, and every gift is tax-deductible. Next time on Somebody Loves Your Radio, we'll return to the pages of the Scripture and study verse by verse to get more wisdom from God so that we can walk with Him faithfully every day. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.